the comic book pit. Okay. Okay, welcome back to the Comic Book Pit Podcast. This is episode 353. I'm Dan, and uh, with me on this episode, we've got Scott. What's up? And Sean. Yo. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) And uh, as always, um, in our, I think this is our 10th, uh 10th episode that we're doing in uh isolation so we're uh we've we've got it down to a science (laughs) in fact it it might i feel like the 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 first time we see each other in person it's going to be weird (laughs) um like what speaking of the younger generation um you know, I can, I, I've seen this firsthand where friends meet each other and then they immediately get on, on their phones to text each other in person. So, <laughs> Added. so that might happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just be standing a few, fr- few feet away from each other and just be texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like I try to find like the mute button or the, Excel camera thing to be like, oh wait, I gotta do something. Oh wait, this is real life. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did everybody just hear that? Sorry. I thought I <laughs> muted myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we you know we we hope that everyone's uh, being safe and uh, staying healthy and and uh, you know so far so good for all of us. Um, you know, th- but. Um, our uh, the, the the comic book and entertainment industry has been through uh, going you know gone through a lot of ups and downs in the past couple months. Um, we're kind of I mean, in, in in no way are we out of the woods yet, but I feel like some things are starting to come back, or at least we're starting to get more things to talk about. Re- um, uh, you know, recently um, comics are starting to come back to, you know, stores, stores are opening back up, uh, in, you know, limited in a limited fashion. Um, but I, I feel like the, uh, the biggest news, I, I guess we can get into some, uh, some media talk. The, I, I feel like th- this week's biggest news for us nerds has been the, the announcement of the Snyder cut of the justice league movie. <laughs> I mean, people have just kind of been like on both sides like for it or against it whatever like it's that's been the talk of the town i, I don't get it i i don't see a point to it like what is it going <laughs> to add more to it like i saw justice league i have to admit that the josh we josh josh whedon stuff was probably the parts that i actually liked i mean don't get me wrong Zack Snyder was 
like I saw all the parts he did, but I don't know. Maybe this will be a little bit more concise. I just remember watching it and just thinking to myself, like, one, it's it's two hours long. And it just, it, it was a mess. Like, Justice League was a complete mess. There was no, and, and when I went in, I wasn't going to try to compare it to Avengers. Like, you know, I'm just like, I figured this is going to be its own beast. But at least at Avengers, there was always like this one, like this one camera shot of like all of them looking heroic or something like that. Like it's Mm -hmm. iconic, that one with the camera that spins around the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't see that in Justice League. So I don't know. Maybe Zack Snyder will throw in his Zack Snyder-ness. I don't know. He... I wasn't too thrilled with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman still kind of makes my head hurt. <laughs> so I, well, I, I get more power to him. You're not, you're not wrong. I, as far as like, um, I watched justice league recently, like maybe about a month ago because I've only ever seen it once. I saw it in a the theater. Like I saw, I went to a preview of it and and, and Sean, you're right. Like they're like they the the team never had its big heroic moment. Like, and again, like it, it's it's unfair to compare it to the Avengers, but you know you you want to see your heroes like saving people and 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 even heroes. Like we didn't really get any of that. Like they say they saved like one one family in that i mean like 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 the town that they they went to in that like the ukraine or wherever it was i mean you know first of all like okay screw it let's compare avengers (laughs) happened in like the the fight happened in new york city so you don't get much more iconic than that as far as like a, a, a battlefield right and then they were you know, saving civilians and, and the, and the people were watching them be heroes. And then in justice league, they're basically in like this burnt out abandoned village or town. That's like, and they just fought an army of like CGI parademons. And that really wasn't, that wasn't really a lot of fun. Like I didn't really get, like you said, I I didn't really get a feeling like any kind of like, feeling from that you know so i think even if you don't want to compare it to avengers compared to crisis in in the arrowverse Mm -hmm. i mean they had they had that huge battle at the end where they were all iconic i mean at the uh the beginning of time end of time thing yeah Yeah. they were all there and like all showcased you know Mm -hmm. that that's what that's what you want to see Heck, even like you yeah. just going back to the Arrowverse again, there was even like this one massive shot. I think it was like a couple crossovers ago. Maybe the, I think it was like that the the aliens with the red dots on their heads. I can't remember, uh, but it was like the biggest lineup I ever saw on camera, and I was like, "Holy crap, things are yeah. going to go down!" And right. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Like everybody's, you know, yeah, it's like a, you know, go through every character, featured powers, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, and how, and, and how's Black Widow doing in there? Oh my god, you know, like she has no powers, and then like she's got a, you know, uh, an electric blast, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but then they still made her a badass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even Hawkeye, he had a moment, and you're just like. Okay, bow and arrow guy. Yeah, you, you oh, yeah, kind of worry about the ones that are not super powerful. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing in there? Oh yeah, I mean Hawkeye, like he's jumping off a building like back first and like shooting a bow while he's doing it and looking awesome and um, yeah. I, well, anyways, we're getting back to the 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 Snyder cut. So apparently, there's going to be like we're going to see Dark Side and. There's, there's supposedly like, I don't know, three or four hours of, of footage that's available or that, or that he's going to work with, which, which I guess explains why this is not going to like, it's, they're announcing it now, but we're not going to see this for another year. You know, it'd be kind of cool. Like just you saying that is if they actually had like a Blu-ray that you could pick the pick the cutscenes that you want to place and then just, you know, so you basically program your own movie. Mm-hmm. So like they'd all be available on the, on the Blu-ray. And after, maybe after you watch them, you decide like, I don't like that one. I like this one. And you cut <laughs> your own movie then. Almost like, almost like a, a choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, the outcome would probably still be the same, <laughs> but you could be, you know how, like for instance, mall rats, Mm-hmm. You know, they show that extended version with them on the top of, on the roof of the mall. It is the worst scene ever. Like that should never be shown. It's a terrible scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when they show that cut, that uncut version on TV, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Like all the other stuff though was cool. You know, like all the funny little gags and stuff. It's like throw it all in there. Mm-hmm. So you know, that'd be kind of cool if they actually came up with something as a a Blu-ray that you could just be like, yeah, I picked scenes three, five, and seven, and mm. that's my version of the cut. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Hollywood. That one's for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the other thing is, so this is, I guess, going to air on on the uh, HBO streaming service. Mm. Um. So I guess I'll have to subscribe to that for like a day to watch right. it. Right. Um, I mean, I, I will watch it because I'm, I'm genuinely curious and I'm sure as we get closer, you know, as they start working on it, we'll probably see more stuff. I, I mean, we've already, I think gotten a glimpse of, or at least an artist version or an artist rendering of, of what dark side was supposed to look like. Um, so, and he pretty much looks like dark side. Um, voiced by weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Voiced by, voiced by Gilbert, (laughs) Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. (laughs) Now weird Al voiced them on teen Titans. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so good. You can find it on YouTube. Now I did, um, I did read somewhere just, yesterday or was it today or yesterday i forget but so i guess the guy the, the 
the quote unquote actor who who played Darkseid, but all of his scenes were cut. Like I guess he didn't do the voice. I think he was just like the physical like he was the physical aspect of it. The same way that like Andy Circus was physically Gollum. Yeah. You know, I think because this guy, like if you look him up on the IMDB, he he isn't like I, I didn't recognize his name, but he's a big dude. So I think he he is physically dark side, but he he was um, quoted as saying that I guess once they it was kind of announced that all of that that Joss Whedon was taking over and basically all of dark side was being cut that this guy just like he still hasn't watched Justice League <laughs> like he's he refuses to watch it. Um, he's just that mad. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know it's, it's sour grapes. I mean, I I I don't know if if I would necessarily blame him or not, but still, it's been like, damn, dude, it's been like two years. Just just watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I I watched a couple years ago. I watched the Batman versus Superman extended version. Now that was only an extra 20 minutes and all it did was just suck for an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> like, like the extra footage didn't really do anything. It's, it's rare when a movie, when it, when, when the cut footage adds something back. Yeah. It's rare. It's a rare thing because you know, and, and, and not only that, like when, like they say, 20 extra minutes and you think, Oh, that's cool. But it's not 20 consecutive minutes. It's not like it's one big scene or, or two or three, like eight or 10 minute scenes. These are like, Oh, here's a couple minutes here. Here's a, like two or three minutes here. It's like, it's, it's stuff that you, it's almost like, Oh, I think that was added, but I don't know, but it says it doesn't seem familiar. You know what I mean? It's like, it's 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 something that you just it, like like a like a ghost of a scene like something that you know like because it, it it had been so long since I had seen it in the first place so when I watched the extended version it almost didn't didn't matter it didn't you know like the extra footage didn't really matter one way or the other it's still I still thought it sucked <laughs> so um speaking of Speaking of suck, I'm just going to put in my two cents. Uh, I did. Li- I listened to the episode you guys recorded, and I got Jared's uh, review of Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And I just wanted to basically agree with him <laughs> on, <laughs> on everything. Um, as a huge Star Wars fan, I was pretty let down by that one. It okay. was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I actually have no, I have no interest in watching it again. Hmm. Uh, after seeing it one time, I, but it is like, I think you guys talked about it, like walking out of theater. I was like, no, oh, it's really, that was good. You know, like be satisfied, you know, that the, the, the problems, you know, that they had with everything in the first place, but they, but the more I thought about it and I realized how pointless mm-hmm. the whole, that whole trilogy was, like it has no relevance. It could be cut away and forgotten. That I have never been. I've, I'm just like I have no interest in watching it now. 
Like it was, it was good for what it was, but it could have also been like a good novel, you know, mm. like they could have chugged it out under the radar and never made, yeah. you know? Um, so, so that's my, I, I didn't want to go into it too far. I actually think too, I should have, uh, I should have some sort of review with, uh, the mix sauce guys sometime. Cause I listened to their breakdown oh, okay. as well. So. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah, yeah, guys, you should have uh, have Scotty on as a as a guest commentator next time you talk <laughs> about uh, anything Star Wars. Yeah, let's let's talk about how we we still love it and hate it at the same time, like every <laughs> fan should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I guess I, I can segue into speaking of, you know being on the fence as far as loving it and I maybe hating is a strong word for this, but not really feeling satisfied or unsure what to think. Um, I, uh, I caught up on, on all the post crisis episodes of the flash this week. Whoa. Oh, wow. So, which, I mean, it wasn't too many. It might've only been like six or seven episodes. Um, are you caught up on? So does that mean is that the only one you're caught up on, or are you catch? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's that's the only one I have caught up on so far. I'll probably like well, Legends. I'm so far behind on. I might as well just start from the beginning. Um, just do like I do. I just I just put it on and watch one, and I have no I have no context from the previous episode. <laughs> um. But well, but anyway, so uh, yeah, I I thought the first few episodes after coming back from Crisis were kind of weak, but then it got a little better, and then you know, and unfortunately, the way it ended, and I, I know Sean said, Sean, you said you didn't you didn't watch it, but this isn't really, I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but and I'm sure you know this, but you know, because of Corona, they had to cut everything short, so the episode that is technically the finale ended on a cliffhanger or well, a to be continued. So it was going to, you know, it, I don't think it was meant to be, it was never meant to be the finale. It was just meant to be continued the next week. Well, the next week is going to be January probably at this point, whenever we, you know, whenever they come back for season seven. Um, but, um, you know, it was, it was typical flash stuff, but you know, it's, you know, the, the, the strength of the show is also to me starting to become the a weakness of the show. And that like when the show first started, I loved the cast. Like I love team flash and they really, I feel like the original cast just worked really well together. And it was like just this great dynamic of actors and characters and storytelling. But now there's characters. I'm like, where did you come from? Like, who are you? And why are you even here? Like why, like the, uh, you know, the, like the, like the different girls that are working with um, Iris at her, her newspaper, I guess that I don't even know if it ever, comes out if they ever publish anything because she's there's always they're always out fighting crime i don't know i i don't know if you guys have any thoughts on it i just i just feel like 
you know, the, the cast isn't as, isn't as strong because they, they're like phasing people out. Like Cisco is like only a part-time cast member now. Um, uh, Caitlin or killer frost, they're writing. They are writing her out because she's pregnant. Uh, Um, so yeah, so they, they wrote her character out that like, she's sick and she has to go off with her, her scientist mother to figure out what's going on with her frost powers. I thought they were going to, I thought they were writing Joe off the show. Um, when they put him in protect, like uh, protective custody and he just like, they whisked him away at the end of one episode, but he came back and. Oh, apparently um, it was with his throat. I think it was like a medical issue because we thought that too. I, I don't know if it was this season or last season I might be talking about because he was like well, off for a couple of seasons and they was like, Oh, I'll no, just contact Joe. And, no, wait, well, no, you're, you're, you're half right. I think it was the, the beginning of this season. He was barely around. And I think it was like, he had, well, I, I read that he was, he had like back problems and like, because, because if you notice when he was in an episode, he was like always sitting. Mm-hmm. He was, he was like either behind his desk or he was like, if they were at home, he was always in a chair and he would never get up. Like if someone came in the room, he would just sit there or yeah. Or he just wasn't on the show at all. And I think it was because he had, um, uh, back problems. Um, but, but I, I thought I heard that he, like that actor, I thought he wanted, you know, he was going to kind of end his run on the show. Uh, you know what? I, I watched um, the whole crossover and they had like that soft reboot episode at the end, but there wasn't, there wasn't anything there that I really wanted to uh, like hook me. So I just didn't bother watching any of the, um, you know, rolling out from there. The only thing that actually caught me, I was like, I was curious about was if Lex Luthor was actually a bad guy or mm-hmm. if he was a legit good guy now in this new version or if he was just secretly a good guy. Or, you know, like a, a, a good guy, secretly a bad guy still. Mm-hmm. And that, that's literally the only thing I was curious about. And I was like, ah, I'm still, I'm still done with the, uh, the Arrowverse as, as of a, uh, a year or two before that, like mm-hmm. I kind of just, I got burned out on the, the emotional highs and lows, especially in flash. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, too many yeah. crying characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I definitely, especially after binging, you know, the last six or seven episodes of the flash, I definitely get that. And it's, you know, it's that, that CW formula where mm-hmm. everybody is pissed at each other and then they come back together and then they're okay. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still out of all the, all of the Arrowverse shows, it's still probably up there as like my favorite, but it's on a, it's, it's really like, barely holding on. Um, I guess we'll see what happens when it comes back. Um, hopefully they'll, I mean, I, 
you know, unfortunately the way they, they left it or the way they were forced to leave it really didn't clean anything up. It, and in fact, it, it left, I think more, more threads than anything. So, you know, unfortunately when they come back, you know, when the season comes back, they're going to have to spend probably the first couple of episodes just tying up everything from the previous season. Ooh, so, yeah. uh, I haven't had a chance to check out post, uh, crisis yet. Although I did see it on Netflix where it's the new episode. So I just assumed that they ran those six or seven that you watched. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's like Netflix does that or like CW does that. It's like the day after the finale ends, they just like, here you go, Netflix. And then you just binge the shit out of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on that. Sometimes like the dynamic of the show just kind of does wear thin on me. I kind of do appreciate, like, I wish it was kind of back like the first or second season where it was a little bit more compact. Like it seemed like it was just those three trying to figure shit out, especially in the second season when they realized that uh, Wells was like this villain. Mm-hmm. And so they're like on their own. So yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Like there's a lot of side characters too. that just kind of come in and come out and, um, yeah. Uh, I, I was also, I, I also say I was burned out on speedsters. Like there was just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every season I was like, what? That's why I am too. And I'm like, it's like, I'm pretty sure like I'll admit, like I don't read the flash comics. I right. should. Cause I was a, when I heard that they're going to bring back the flash show, I guess it was more of like my nostalgia for the nineties flash show. That was anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh good. Oh, and they got John Wesley ship. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they did a good use, you know, good with him on, or for sure. I mean, yeah. Oh man. Like when they did that in, in infinite crisis, I was like, Oh my God, they're doing the thing and the thing with the nineties one. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I did want him to run a little bit more, but that's me. Anyways. Um, Oh crap. I forgot my train. Oh yeah. Like they had like, I'm pretty sure flash has like a whole bunch of great villains that could be easily like a season one. Like they, what was it? Like, um, mirror master. Cause I know they used him like one and done. Uh, they kind of just killed off captain cold. Um, I was like captain boomerang was one of them. He has like a couple silly ones, but still, yeah. Pretty sure you can kind of like take one of those guys, like the weather wizard, the weather wizard. Like you could have brought him back. I mean, they brought him back mm-hmm. a couple of times, but I mean, like the you know the big overarching season bad guy, like mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a speedster every time. I think the only one that was like legitly to me it was all right. Like I was like, okay, that's cool. Was uh. Was it like season four with, um, I think it was like Barry's speed double. I think it was like Godspeed or something like that. I can't remember. He oh, like, yeah. It turned out to be like one of Barry's doubles from the speed force. And yeah, to go back and That's right. mess with your fragment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm just saying, like there's there could have been others they could have brought in, but hmm. yeah, I was you know it was it was cool for a while because they were they were kind of expanding the cast of heroes to you know they they had Vibe and then Killer Frost and I was really excited when they when they introduced Elongated Man and and now I feel like they they kind of backpedaled on that because I don't know if it's a budgetary thing or what, but like. Like even the one thing I noticed, and you know, maybe you don't notice these when they're you're watching them a, a week apart, like when they air normally. But when you when you're watching them one after another, you start to realize, like, wow, he was barely the Flash in that episode. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, or like, oh, he's he's doing a lot more like CSI work in this one, or. Yeah, I mean, the, they they really they really cut back on, or there was like oh, because there was there was one, um, you know, he's dealing with the like towards the end of the season, he's dealing with the uh, eventual loss of his powers because the the speed force is is dying, so he's you know he only has a like a, a limited amount of power left, and he has a, he wears like a like a, a a meter on his wrist to like indicate how much power he's using and how much he has left. And, and um, I feel like that was just a way for them to get away with having him just not using his powers, like not, not, ha- not, not abusing the special effects budget or something. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe they blew all their, all their money on crisis. It's the, it's the boxing episode. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always going to go back to that um, uh, Battlestar Galactica boxing episode. Mm-hmm. That is literally the one episode where people pointed out they're like they had no budget left um, because they blew it all on uh, you know the ships jumping into the atmosphere and saving mm-hmm. everybody. And they blew their whole budget in the first three episodes, and then they're <laughs> like, you know, and then later in the season they're like, well, we got a boxing ring. What, what can we do with that? And they literally just did the whole episode in a boxing game. Like, it was like, wow, what? Okay, yeah. we got to get back to Starship here, please. Yeah. See, why don't they ever do, like, the old clip show? You remember those? Like, it always seemed like a sitcom staple where they always had, like, one episode of just, like, mm-hmm. clips, but it's like yeah. the actors are all just, like, remembering stuff. Like, hey, do you remember that one time we did this one mm-hmm. thing? And it, like, has a clip and shows that and then like yeah i totally remember that there you go you can save money <laughs> that way <laughs> and then we ate, and then we ate ice cream oh <laughs> i will say i will say the the one thing and then we can and we can move on to talk about something else um because i feel like we were beating the flash up pretty good but i will say that a positive thing that i noticed there the show's opening no longer starts with my name is barry allen oh yeah it's like a like a montage of all the characters and lightning and it's actually kind of cool. And I'm like, thank you for for not for like stopping that that whatever I don't even know what to call it, but like with every CW show that like Arrow my name it. yeah my yeah. name is Oliver Queen. My name is my name is I don't give a shit. 
Like after six years, I imagine if you don't know who Barry Allen is, you probably yeah. shouldn't be watching mm-hmm. this show. <laughs> At least with yeah. Arrow, he had a mission. So you get the sense like that, that narration almost makes sense. You know, that he's like, you know, it's almost like a, you know, captain's log or a punishment mm-hmm. war journal entry. Um, but my name is Flash Frank is, Castle. Yeah. Like Flash though, what's, what's his thing? You know, like what, why would he even do an intro narrative? You know, he's not, rec- he's not writing that down. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know there, uh, like, I, I feel like that was a trend for a while because I remember I used to watch burn notice Oh yeah, and every episode started with "My name is Michael Weston." Yeah, I used to be a spy. Yeah, and, and then one day I got burned. I could I could probably recite the entire thing. That's how many times I've heard it. You know, <laughs> start eight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, one one DC show that has not started that uh, with the or with that trend is uh, Star Girl. Star Girl's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah fun show. Yeah, two, um, two episodes in, and it's been pretty good. Yeah. See, I wasn't sure if it was Aaron or not because I figured, you know, COVID kind of killed it or something, or like extended. Yeah. But. Um, well, it did air on. Some, it, it aired somewhere else, didn't it? Like, it was on. Um, it was on the DC Universe app. That first. And, and then so it, it, and then it goes to the CW. Oh, yeah. cool! Yeah, I'll check it out then. Yeah, it's definitely worthwhile. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we're. I don't, there's not much to spoil in it. Um, basically, because the premise is pretty much what you've seen already and seen the trailers. So, um, but I, I will point out like the, the 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 funny things that I saw and like. So for right off the bat though, this um, Star Girl herself, the the character, she basically reminds me of the cheerleader from Heroes. And, mm. Buffy the Van- and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like they're basically like kind of that mash character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and then um, I was really I had nothing. I had no idea what the show was even about. And um, then I was like super happy to see that Luke Wilson was part of it because I just like Luke Wilson. Yeah, like, I did too. I was really surprised. He, I was saying this, like, the reason is because, especially from Idiocracy, you know, from movies like that, he's really good at facial expressions. Like, mm-hmm. you get you get whatever look, you know, whatever he's feeling, you can see it on his face. And it's always, it's usually some sort of befuddlement, but which amuses <laughs> me. But he's, like, the perfect, uh, you know, like, he's, like, Jerry, he's not quite Jerry and Rick and Morty, you know, but he's like, he's definitely good as a stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just like, hey, I'm trying to help, and she's like, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, he's he's he, he's good as like the like the the everyman, like the 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 guy next door, like Joe, yeah. you know, Joe Plummer. Like he's he's a good, just average dude. Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> From idiocracy. Yeah. Um, but, I really like that. Um, I really like how even just the whole um, hero development that they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it didn't all happen as quickly. You know, like I don't know. 
yeah, no. questioning it. You know, she should even be doing what she's I like, doing. So. Yeah, I like that after the first episode, she didn't automatically have, like, a costume. Right, right. Um, the other spoiler is uh, Joel McHale. <laughs> Joel McHale's in it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we saw him... Why? Well, we, I mean, I saw him in the trailer, and it was a really quick. Yeah, I forgot quick, about that. But, but yeah, he, yeah, Sean, he plays the Starman. He plays the original Starman the from original the JSA. Oh, but it's cool. it's funny. This it's just he's just Joel McHale is even funny because he's playing a serious role, but he's like the perfect guy to crack a joke when mm-hmm. when it's really tense, you know. And that's what I think that's what really works for him. And honestly, just just him in general, I think that it's a good role from, uh, you know, when he was like the the bank teller lackey in uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, right. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. You know, and now he's actually, he's like a lead superhero. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, that's a, he's come a long way, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. Well, I liked seeing like, and, and again, we didn't, see, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to yeah. spoil it for Sean. Cause, cause, cause the opening of the show was, was pretty cool. We get to see glimpses of, yeah. of the actual JSA in action. Yeah. Um, but what's kind of neat is like everything, like these aren't the, the JSA heroes from world war two. It's almost like a, like, like a sliding scale. So like everything that happens in the very beginning essentially happens like, 10 years, right? Yeah. 10 years in the past. Yeah. So it's not world war two. It's still basically the present day, but just 10 years ago. Right. Which I'm okay with that. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Much like comic books, they have to reboot at some Mm -hmm. point. They have to, you know, work their way around, you know, who was in Vietnam, you know, who's now not, you know, who ends up being in, you know, the Gulf war, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. I'm okay with all that. Yeah, I, I, I think it would have been a really hard. It w- would have been really hard from a storytelling point of view or from a writing point of view to like, okay, how do we take these heroes from World War II and make and then like somehow, you know, translate everything or you know we we get it to the present day. I mean, it was yeah. so you know and, and still make it relevant and make like- it. Like we were saying, I think before the show, before we started the show, but basically how how long ago the '90s really are, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, for a young viewer, that's a long time ago, you know. Like, like yeah, we look at it it's and 20 years like, ago. <laughs> yeah, we're like that's nothing, you know. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, but but yeah, for a new viewer, they're like, well, that's like my parents, you know, dark ages. You know, I don't know anything about it. So, mm-hmm. and that's how we perceive, you know, like. I'd perceive the fifties or even the sixties that way, you know, as like, a, you know, it's, it's, it's right before, you know, it's back before I knew what was going on for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it doesn't bother me. Um, the one thing, I, the other thing I really liked about the show, which was like, a, it's subtle, but there's a huge cast of characters in that show already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's in the second episode, no spoilers, but basically they, you kind of get a sense of the people in the town and 
you get the sense that they're all there for a reason. So like the whoever's writing the show is writing everyone in the town. Like I get that impression that it's not about, you know, trying to keep it like, Oh, we just, you know, we're in a small town to keep things small. No, they're actually like, we're in a small town. So you get, you'll know everyone. And I think as the show develops, it's just going to become more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, all this, uh, I think a lot of interlocking pieces will come out of that too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a solid start for sure. Cool. Yeah. The, yeah. The other thing I liked was because, so w- when the show starts, it, the, the family is immediately moving from California to Nebraska. Um, and, and you think what, what's going on in Nebraska? How are, how are they going to have all these like, superheroes and supervillains fighting Well, in, in the second episode, it, it's kind of explained like how, like why there are like a kind of a conglomeration of bad guys in this small town in Nebraska. And it, it and, and why they move like the, the family, like Luke Wilson and, Oh, and, and, and the Luke Wilson. So it's, it, it's like a, a modern type of family. It's Luke Wilson, Amy smart are married, but they're, they each have kids from a previous marriage. Right. Luke Wilson has a son and Amy smart has uh Courtney star girl. Um, so yeah, to, to add to the, uh, the cast of character, like I like, like Amy smarts pretty great. Like she's yeah. a, she's fun to watch. And they're not going to um, waste, they're not going to waste somebody like her either. That's what I, I like too. Although she seems like right now she's a sideline. But they're they're developing the relationship between uh, Luke Wilson and um, uh, Star Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, I, I, yeah, I think because this is like this is really Jeff Johns' baby, and I think yeah. you know because of his his level of you know I, I think he's his you know he's a, he's a good writer and yeah. this. I think more than anything is a, is a real personal pro- project for him because I don't know if you knew this, but so he, he created star girl back in the, like, you know, years ago. And it's the, the character is based on his sister who died like tragically. Um, like she was like his younger sister or something. And he based the character. I think even, I think, even her name is his, his sister's name, Courtney. Oh, uh, wow. So he, you know, he, he made this character to kind of keep her in a way to kind of keep her spirit alive and to, you know, really um, pay tribute to her. So I can't imagine that he's, he's not bringing anything less than like 150% to this, to this project. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's not going to let anything happen to it. He's going to do everything right. And he's going to, you know, he's going to, um, so that's why I think it's right now it's, it's probably going to be the, for, you know, it's going to be probably the best DC show out there. Um, right now. And what, and I think the, the effects budget is so far has been pretty good. Like what, what we've seen, wouldn't you, I think you agree, Scott. Like, I mean, like everything looks awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, um, the staff is 
great. The, the yeah. staff is the staff is a character in the show. Yeah, and uh, I didn't and I didn't realize that they were gonna bust out stripe like the the, the armor. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like this is essentially he kind of looks like the Iron Giant, but this is a like a this big ass suit of armor that Luke Wilson's character builds. Like Luke Wilson is he's not again going back to like he's like your next door neighbor, just a regular dude. Like it's 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 funny. It's like he's he's not he's not a genius. He's not he's no like Tony Stark or anything. He's no Batman, but he like he knows cars and he knows how to fix things and he he knows enough that he was able to like make a suit of armor you know that and it but it's not like this awesome piece of technology like it's kind of it, it's kind of like doesn't work half the time <laughs> right but but he's out there like, like throwing rock, down yeah it's like a rock'em sock'em robot and that's pretty much all it does like, yeah yeah it doesn't really have any like special like it's again it's not like an iron man suit armor where he's like you know scan the building for for occupants it's yeah he can like he can fly and he can like shoot a fist yeah that's that's really all we've seen it do so far and and the fist doesn't come back it just shoots yeah so if they if it doesn't work he doesn't have a fist anymore right (laughs) yeah it's kind of funny yeah (laughs) so uh yeah if 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 you've not watched it yet it's it's definitely i mean just in general uh for anyone listening like it's 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 well worth your time it's it's a fun show and it's really well done and um i think even they're like they had a pretty good music budget for this show so far like i forget what was what songs i heard in the first episode but like i was listening to the um i i watched it right before we started recording and there was like a song song from the killers yeah was playing at the end i'm like oh my god this song is awesome yeah so wow yeah i guess yeah. i have to check that out yeah mhm um duke you said you uh you watched uh good old agents of shield they're still speaking trucking of, speaking of good shows yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, i did yeah. not when you mentioned it, I forgot that it, it aired. So I, I managed to also watch that um, before I, recording tonight. Oh, good. Yeah. I watched it at lunchtime today. I, I remembered that I, and I'm like, Oh good. My DVR caught it. Um, and I actually, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a fresh, like they basically did like a fresh start um, in a way, but they also, uh, you know, just us talking about, Arrow and how the characters, um, um, you kind of wish they were, you know, or you were saying like, you don't like, where did this character come from? Where did this character come from? Mm-hmm. I think what's funny about agents of shield is there's only, I think two or, or there's only three characters that are from the original team still on the show. And all the rest are agents that have been added as the show developed. So like not, they're not even like, you know, like when you look at, here's, here's my, um, Daisy, you know, Daisy, she's been on since day one and Gemma mm-hmm. and well, and, uh, okay. Agent may, but she wasn't even in this episode, which was kind of weird. Um, 
And then, well, well, technically, I think she was in like some sort of like cryo chamber in, or something. Yeah, she was in like the back of the tank. Yeah, <laughs> she's hurt. Yeah, but then they brought in, they brought back Phil Coulson again, and he even made. I thought they handled that well because he's like, because you know they killed him off, and they were like, he's gone, and then he's like, I died. He's like, and then I died again. Mm-hmm. And then I remember you got, I didn't want to come back and you guys brought me back, you know? So he's kind of like, I this isn't really what I wanted, you know? But then he was super chill after that. It seemed like the old Col- Colson was back. Like the one that you first meet way mm-hmm. back in like, what was it in Iron Man or Hulk or one of those movies, you know, I'm not Hulk, but one of them. Yeah. Thor. He felt more like that. He felt like the original, which I was kind of happy about that. Um, but then, like, um, uh, Mac and um, Yo-Yo have been on the show for, what, three or four years now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's, that's really cool. You know, like, good job on their part for bringing these characters along. And then uh, Deke, Deke was added to the show when they went into the future. Right, and you really thought he was going to be a character that they were just going to use up and throw away, but they've actually brought him along on the ride now too, and he's an agent, even though mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I'm crazy future man, you know. Um, yeah, he's 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 more like the X factor. He's kind of like the mm-hmm. w- like whenever they need something, like go out and get like they they're like, oh, we need we need clothes. Go out and get clothes for us to yeah. blend in, you know, and. Yeah, he's like he, he he can't do everything, but he's he's like I'll help out where I can, and they're like mm-hmm. yeah, buy some clothes. Um, and then um, the only one that's missing right now from the cast is uh, Fitz, like who I, I I didn't think the episode was very clear on where he was, and I'm like I don't remember, you know it's been too long. Um, I think he sent Gemma away. Because of the chrono. So, like, the, the crisis that they're facing this year is, you know, like, every show and um, even the Avengers ends in time travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has chosen to take that route as well. And they've traveled to, what is it, the 30s? Yeah, 1931. 1931 to stop the chrono whatever's yeah i forget what they're called but they're basically like time traveling bad guys time traveling bad guys that want to change um so they want to make it so agent so the agents of shield never existed i know a lot of people that have watched the show would love for that to happen (laughs) um but but, that's right we're rooting for the bad guys (laughs) (laughs) so everybody should watch it because they got a horse in this race um But I actually liked it. I thought it was a, a, a better, a good, fresh start, start, even though it is the last half season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I've always complained about with the show is that um, poor, it, it always has like poor backgrounds, like dark rooms, uh, bunkers. You know, they're in space, so they're in just a, a gray yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Like this one actually had like scenes outside, they were in the 30s. There's actually people milling around, back alleys. And it's like, okay, they took their sets and they actually did something this year, which I was 
pretty happy about, and hopefully they don't just get cornered into some sort of, you know, 1930s bunker that's going to secretly become the shield headquarters <laughs> later, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, so far so good. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Now I will admit, yeah, um, I'll try I it. haven't, I actually haven't watched it since. What's that? Huh? Um, I actually haven't watched shield since like the second, I, I, I never finished season five, which I actually enjoyed season five. That was when they were in the future. I think I missed like the last five episodes of that. So as a result, I never watched season six. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to try and jump in this first episode of season seven and see if I can keep up. It was clear to me immediately. I could not because, um, you know, it, it's like in the, the first episode, they're referring to Mac as the director Mm-hmm. and that Colson is an LMD and I'm like okay I definitely I definitely missed some stuff so I, I had to go to uh, I had to YouTube it and I I watched both a season five and a season six recap nice to kind of bring myself up to speed so if you've not watched watched it like me um, you can pretty much watch these recaps and then jump into season seven immediately it's it's really not too bad um you know a lot of this stuff you just gotta just take with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and don't think about it too hard because if you do then obviously none of it makes sense and it's all stupid but um (laughs) but no i mean it 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 does seem like they're kind of getting back to basics or like like everyone is kind of back in one way shape or form Mm -hmm. um they got their plane back which is awesome the zephyr and they're doing fun time travel stuff. And oh, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm yes. making a prediction right now. Okay, let's hear it. Colson gets his car back in the 30s. Oh, Lola. Lola. Well, or whenever that car was made, but he'll get it. Well, I think they're going to be doing more time traveling throughout this season because I did read something where today where they kind of hinted at shield or like this season of shield, like hitting different points in the Marvel cinematic universe. Like like they're going to kind of be like passive spectators at certain points throughout the series. So we might see them, you know, at like different points through different movies. Yeah. Somebody dropped somebody, uh, maybe even on our group chat said that they were, that Agent Carter might appear in it. Yeah, I think I think Link awesome. I, I think Link and or Kate said something about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, I I believe I heard that as well. So I think this is going to be yeah th- this is going to be a fun season because I I don't think we're going to be stuck in the in this time period for that, very long. That actually, sounds really good. I didn't think about that. But that sounds great. Yeah, yeah it, they would just jump. Yeah, but, if they if they do more time hopping, that'll definitely be more fun yeah the whole premise of the of the episode was that they followed the chrono guys chrono bad guys and they didn't know where they were going and then they're like holy crap we're in 1931 right so if they foil their plan in 31 they're probably going to jump again and try to you know do something again so that does kind of like the premise does make sense and then they're kind of be on the run through time you know 
Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, and, and since this is the final season, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm into it. Like I want to see how everything ends. You know, I, I, I want to see how, how everything ends for, for these people yeah. after, you know, seven seasons, you know, it wasn't all great. In fact, a lot of it was straight up trash, but yeah, you know, <laughs> so, but, but they tried. I'll, I'll, here's where I'm, here's where I'm saying is season four was the best season. Was that uh, Ghost Rider? Rider. Yeah. And then Ghost Rider was the first half of the season, and then they went into the, you know, uh, the quote unquote Matrix thing. It was it was like their version of Secret Empire. Yeah, where where uh, yeah Hydra had taken over. Yes. Um, yeah, that was a good come, season. And I uh, yeah, the whole season was excellent, and I felt like that was where what was it? The other Whedon boy took over. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Josh's brother. Yeah, Jed. Jed, I think. Jed or Jed. Mm-hmm. One of those weeding boys. <laughs> like, oh, the, like the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Oh, them weedings. Yeah, the Coy and Vance version of, jo- of Joss. No. Um, Sher- Sheriff Coltrane's after them we- weeding boys again. <laughs> oh, I did want to say, um, uh, well, Something had said about the show, or about the show, but now I can't remember. Run the blank. I'm sorry, I not not to cut you off. I just I liked it. I don't know, like it just didn't. Agent Shield never really lived up what I was hoping it to be, and I did give it a chance. Maybe I'll just check out season four because I think what was it I. I checked out the first three episodes of season one and then I dropped off because of life and then I couldn't get back into it because it was just kind of just like you said, um, but then, but then someone said, Oh, well maybe it was like internet thing. I was watching there like, Oh, you got to really check it out on episode eight. So I checked out episode eight and I'm like, yeah, I pass. And I haven't walked back. I I oh. it piqued my interest for season four because they were doing a Ghost Rider, and they were doing the I think his name's Miguel. So I was like, oh, that mm-hmm. sounds really cool. Okay, hell yeah, I'll I'll be on board for that. But I didn't. I didn't go. So. Or uh, Robbie Ray's. Mm-hmm. Right. I Robbie think. Yeah, yeah. It was it was yeah. the, the ghost the Ghost Rider with the with the muscle car. Yeah. Even that. Even that premise, like they introduce him, and it's actually the the original Ghost Rider makes him a Ghost Rider, which I thought was awesome. Like they don't show him straight up; they just mm-hmm. kind of show the arm, you know, like the motorcycle pull up and his arm, and he grabs him, and he's like, "Boom! Now you can get your vengeance." Nice. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is excellent. Like, and they, you know, because they honored the original character, they brought in a new version of him. And I was like, this is awesome. And then he was, that's what I was going to say about, if I can remember how to say this now. Um, oh, Link had said, I think, in the chat that we were, or that they, that they were holding themselves back, or I forget what he was saying, basically that the show was, oh, well, the show cared too much about what the movies were doing, and it was mm-hmm. killing it. And I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. It didn't. But, that was the part where I, 
yeah, because I'm in a total agreement because it was like you had like this really cool thing you could have been doing, and yet everything was always hitting at what was happening in the movies. Like I yeah. was kind of let down that they didn't do right. Hydra until the movies came out, and I was like, well, why are we? That, why isn't it Hydra in there? That actually was the reason why it was season four. That was when they were able to do whatever they wanted because Doctor Strange came out right before that. So they were they were actually not allowed to do anything having to do with mysticism until Doctor Strange hit, and then they were like, now we can have Ghost Rider, and we can do a whole thing with Hell and you know and stuff like that um, conceptually because now it's been introduced in the movies. So like they literally were cut free at that point, and then I think even the life model decoy stuff they couldn't. They couldn't deal. They they wanted to, but they couldn't do it until it was more. Everything was more out there, and then they're like, "Okay, now we can do a life model decoy thing." <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, there definitely was that issue, but I think season four was when enough movies had came out that they were like, "There really isn't much more that they're holding back." So I think that's when they were able to just do what they want. Um, but then, of course, there was the Avengers. You know the blip, the the finger snap, mm-hmm. and they literally just took the Agents of Shield into the future and skipped it. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, just, they, they did not address it at all. Right. And um, even Coulson, I think they even they hinted at it because they're just like, "Hey, we're in our bunker!" Like, boom, they're they're in their bunker as every episode was. But they're like, oh, there's a disturbance going on. These aliens are attacking us. And it was like, you know, stuff from the movie. And then they're like, they kind of indicated that that was going to happen soon. And then they just skipped it. They're just like, ah, no snap. No blip. (laughs) No reference to it. So (laughs) that was it. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) And the show has kind of kept on that on that just press go ever since, like ever since I think four, they've just, they've never actually had them have downtime. Like when they come back from the previous season, they're like, Oh, we're just going to have pie. Oh, we got kidnapped and sent into the future. You know? So they're like, we didn't even finish our breakfast yet. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> you're in the future now. So <laughs> it's a crazy show. Yeah. Um, I, I like I say I can't say I can't say any bad things really about this season. Yeah, I'm just seeing the first one. I thought it was really good. I don't know. So. I guess maybe Agent Carter kind of like filled that void of what I wanted for. Oh yeah, Agent Shield. Like to me, Agent Shield could have been like Mission Impossible, but with like a scientific edge. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, like old James Bond type stuff. You can do like freaking. I don't know, like walls turn into big. Agent Carter was uh, actually, I think, written by the Russo brothers. So maybe they were the ones that did Captain America. So I think that's why it's so tightly written, too. Like that Um, just seemed cool. Like, yeah, that was a good show. Even though. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, I think even. I don't know. The whole show was good. So I'm really hoping Agent Carter's going to be 
at least make an appearance at the end here. Yeah, you know, that it kind of makes me want to go back and rewatch her show because the the first season that they had of uh was really good. And I think I only watched like the first episode of the second season, so I don't really know much about that one. But um yeah, it kind of makes me want to go back and and check those out. Yeah. Especially yeah. if she's going to be like, you know, if she's going to make be making an appearance um, and you know, and she's, she's too good of an, of a character to not use, especially in a story like this, we're going to, they're obvious, they're going to be time traveling and they're going to be, you know, it, it's, it's a perfect opportunity to, yeah. to bring her in, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. I'd be also happy if they brought back young Howard Stark. Um, oh yeah. That actor who wound John- up playing feature <laughs> yeah john 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 slat oh 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 oh, oh him oh dominic oh dominic yeah. cooper yeah yes yeah he was great as a, as a young howard sirk yeah absolutely yeah you, hey they might as well i mean preachers preachers over right it's done yeah so oh, really? i couldn't yeah i couldn't get through that show though that was a, i watched I, the first episode i thought it was good but for some reason i just didn't go back I watched the uh, first season and did not. I, I tried to watch the second season. As soon as I watched the first episode, I was like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I was like, it's not. it hasn't changed in any way. <laughs> and, I was, and that's yeah. that's awful, but I I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. It, it, I didn't get very far in it. I, I literally, maybe the first two or three episodes. If that, I don't even think that, I think I was like the pilot and the, and the second episode and that was it. I just couldn't. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, I know the, our, the natural instinct is to compare it to the book, which, you know, you, you try not to, but the, the source material is so, is so iconic and so strong and such a, a pivotal piece of comic book storytelling. Like they, you know, the, the creators of that show, you know, they knew what they were getting into. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this on them. Like, yeah. I'm sorry if you couldn't, if, if, if you took this, this property and couldn't make it live up to how much we love it, then I'm sorry. That's, you know, maybe, maybe your, your eyes were bigger than your stomach because um, it just didn't, it just didn't have that same feeling. Yeah, it, it, I didn't have any sympathy for any of the characters. I think was my biggest uh, my biggest issue with it. I was just like, there's there's never in that whole preacher first season. I was never like, oh, I'm rooting for him, you know. Like I mm-hmm. not like in the book. Like you read the book, you actually do root for the you know the three central characters, mm-hmm. and you hope that they, you know, because then when it gets you know if you've read the book, but when it gets to the end, you're really like. You know, I've really, you know, you actually feel something. Oh, so. it's, uh, yeah, you, you feel, you know, <laughs> I, I got to the end of the last book of Preacher and I felt like real emotions. Like I felt right. more for these people than I, I probably have felt with pe- for people I actually know. Right. <laughs> you know, it was like, but yeah, to, 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 to see that everyone like to see how everyone ended up. You're just like, Oh man, 
you guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. What a, yeah. What a journey. Um, but it seemed like they, they, they forgot about that in the show. It just, I just didn't get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they just went for more of the, um, uh, gore and splatter fest type stuff, you know, that I just don't care for. Yeah. I, otherwise, like I say, I, I, I resisted reading, reading preacher for years um, because I thought there was something wrong with people that read it. And um, then I became one of those people and I, I was like, no, it's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. I was the same way. Like I, I, I never read it in issues. I think I yeah. did. I didn't start reading it until it was the series might've already been like halfway through. And, and I picked up the first trade at the, at Phantom in Oakland. And I'm pretty sure like the next day I went back for the second trade. Yeah. See, I bought them at media play and that you remember that when media play was around. Oh yeah. I would go in there once a week and buy another graphic novel. And you know, for preacher, it was at least once one a week until I got them all Mm -hmm. at least that maybe more, you know, maybe I bought a couple just to have them. Um, mm-hmm. and tear up their own. So yeah, that was that was a good a good era. All right. Well I think that'll about do it for this episode of the comic book pit. Just wanted to remind everybody uh about our uh, different ways you can support the show. Um you can make a one time donation at our uh Kofi account. That's uh Kofi uh dot com slash comic book pit. And we also have a, uh, we've got our comic book pit t-shirt store. Uh, we've got more than just t-shirts, but that's, um, at, uh, spreadshop.com slash comic book pit. Uh, there's also going to be links in the show notes for all this stuff. So you don't have to remember, uh, all that. Um, and then, uh, Scott and Sean, you guys have got your, seven by seven comics still going. Uh, yeah. yeah. Seven, seven by seven. Uh, well, I think we're both on our season four and it's wrapping up next week. So, Oh crap. Is it next week? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I better hustle. Uh, what is it? Uh, week eight <laughs> of season four is wrapping up. So, um, the good thing about that is anybody that's doesn't want to, Go through each post. You know they'll probably have an opportunity to read it all at once in about a week or two. So just check out seven by seven comics dot com and look for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and like I said, there will be a link for that too. So um, okay, well, I think that's about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Comic Book Pit. This has been episode three fifty three. I'm Dan, and with me you've got Scott and Sean. Bye. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.